7 to 8 p.m. Sport on with Tabiso Musia. Good evening and thank you for joining us on the show. I am not alone. Luyolam Kalip and Katlako Mudiba are the producers and Sylvester Kumane is our technical producer. And uh, tonight on the show, we are going to put the spotlight on netball. We uh, will mostly talk all things netball with the Telcom a League launched recently. It is underway at Tux. It's a big year also for our netball team. They'll be taking part at the Netball World Cup in Liverpool this July. And then Netball SA has been working around the clock to secure partners and sponsorships and the like of Telcom and Tweezer have thankfully come on board. So tonight we will speak to Netball SA President Cecilia Molokwane who will join us live from our studios in Limpopo uh, just to talk all things Netball. And we'll also speak to the captain of the Proteas team, the World Cup team that was announced uh, recently. Bongiwe Msomi will speak to us and uh, we'll get her thoughts on what she uh, thinks the team's chances are and where she expects the danger to come from at the World Cup there. Uh, but before all of that, we will have a quick preview of the tennis that is underway the French Open Rafael Nadal certainly my favorite to win it no doubt that he's the best men's player on clay and is chasing a record 12th title uh, but there is also Novak Djokovic who's chasing a second Joko slam as it beats to become the first man to hold all four slams at the same time what about Roger Federer he's back after a three-year absence and these days the woman's draw seems wide open there have been nine different winners on clay this season 18 different winners in the first 18 tournaments of the season on the WTA. How's that? So we will speak to legendary South African tennis player Kevin Curran, a two-time Grand Slam singles finalist who also won four Grand Slam doubles titles, reaching a career-high singles ranking of number five in the world. And he will give us his thoughts on the French Open that is underway. And there is a big result uh, if you are following the tennis for South Africa. Lloyd Harris was in action uh, today against Against the Czech veteran, uh, he was playing Luca Rossol. And I can tell you that he's won that match, Lloyd Harris. So he's through then to the round of 64, winning 6-1, 4-6, 2-6, 6-1, and 6-2. And he's going to face the 13th seed, uh, Bona Chorich, in the next round. So well done to Lloyd Harris. This must be his first uh, first round win in a uh, Grand Slam. So we're going to uh, speak to Kevin also about that then, about Lloyd Harris. And uh, lots, many of you have been asking us about what is happening with the broadcast of the ICC Cricket World Cup. We did say on Thursday that we reached out to the SABC and they said that they will release a statement over the next couple of days to communicate officially to all uh, the viewers and the listeners of SABC uh, Sport. And I can confirm to you now that a statement was released today and it reads that, well, the headline is that SABC and Supersport agree on television packages for the 2019 ICC Cricket World Cup. The South African Broadcasting Corporation and Supersport are pleased to inform the South African public that they have concluded an agreement for the SABC to broadcast the 2019 ICC Cricket World Cup. This follows extensive negotiations between the parties. Some of these fixtures will be broadcast on a live basis and others delayed and via highlights programs and the SABC will announce details regarding its broadcast schedule of the matches shortly. 
exactly. So there you have it then. The Cricket World Cup will be on SABC at this stage, though. We don't know how many matches and uh, which games will be live. But as uh, as you heard in that statement, that they will communicate further details uh, shortly. But rest assured that you'll catch the World Cup on SABC. It starts on Thursday. Proteas up against England at the Oval. And Hashim Amla has found some form. Two consecutive 50s in the warm-up matches against Sri Lanka and the West Indies, uh, respectively. That is uh, good going in to the World Cup. But up next, we're going to talk all things uh, French Open tennis. We need tactical visibility. It's about optics. Ah, no disrespect to marketing, but the only way to get around this is to bait and switch. This is a cutthroat market. Personally, I find the benefits of meditation highly effective. Want to give your business the edge? Just ask. Get credible data and actionable insights from Ask Africa, a full-service market research company. Ask Africa enables game-changing business and consumer decisions with confidence. Go to askafrica.co.za for your aha moment. Ask Africa, market research intelligence. And Africa's leading medical exhibition and congress takes place once again in Johannesburg in May. For nine years, Africa Health has been harnessing the strengths of medical academia, healthcare providers and innovators to make real progress in the ever-changing world of human health. Africa Health attracts 600 companies and 10,500 industry professionals from around the world who value learning, networking and business. It is the ultimate platform to discover and engage with current innovation in healthcare technology products and services and 17 CPD accredited conferences, a new lab track and an exciting innovation hub will feature this year. All conference proceeds will be donated to Reach for a Dream. Be there from the 28th to the 30th of May at the Galaga Center and play your part in making real progress Africa's healthcare sector. Attendance is free and you can register at www.africahealthexhibition.com. Hashtag SAFM Sport On. Let's talk tennis now. And uh, Mr. Kevin Curran, the legendary South African tennis player, joins us on the line. Good evening, sir. And thank you once again for speaking to us on SAFM. Only a pleasure to be so and a privilege to be on your show again. Thank you. Thank you, Kevin. We have to start with Lloyd Harris. If I remember correctly, the last time we spoke to you, you were impressed by by how he was coming along. He's broken into the top 100 now and has beaten Luca Rosol today. He seems to be on the right path. This is fantastic news for Lloyd Harris because he, for the first time this uh, this year he broke into the top 100 in the world. And this is his first win at a Grand Slam, which is really the Grand Slams are, you sort the men out from the boys, it's best of five sets. Came back after being down two sets to one and actually won the fourth and fifth comfortably, as you said, 6-1, 6-2. So great win for him. And uh, he, he obviously has a tough uh, second uh, second round match, but still great result. It'll do his confidence a world of good. And no doubt his ranking is going to continue up. I think his last uh, ranking coming into the French Open, he was 87, which is the highest he's ever been. So really good news, but up against Koric in the second round. So a tough one for him there. But uh, like I say, winning at this level will do wonders for his confidence. And and what is it that, that you like most or impresses you about Lloyd Harris, Mr. Kevin Curran? I think he's he, he competes really well. He goes out there and he plays every single point hard. He doesn't have uh, the the depth of game that a that a Kevin Anderson in terms of weapons has. But he has to work a lot harder for his uh, points. But uh, he's really, as I say, gets out there very devoted, uh, gives it 100% every single point, and's got to work hard for every single point. 
And now, uh, and for players, where does the French Open rank, considering that there are four, uh, basically, uh, Grand Slams in uh, tennis? Uh, how do the players see, see the French Open? You know, it's a Grand Slam. There's only four in the entire calendar for the year. And uh, so it's, it's held in very high esteem by the players. It's, I think, from a spectator standpoint, one of the, the, the great Grand Slams to go and watch. Uh, because it's a different kind of tennis that's played. You, there's a different set of skills required to succeed on it. You need to slide. Uh, you, you, all kinds of shots required from slicing to drop shots to lobs, heavy topspin, and your movement has to be exceptional. And then uh, you've also got to have incredible endurance, so your strength to play over five sets and your concentration to be patient. You can't finish points quickly. Uh, so I, it's I call it the ultimate marathon of tennis is uh, the French Open and uh, you've really got to be incredibly strong and fit both mentally and physically to win that event. And then on that note, you've got a guy like Nick Kyrgios pulling out, saying the French Open sucks. As a legend of the game, what do you make of his conduct? Do we let him be (laughs) or do you need to rein him in? Well, Nick has had uh, many a meltdown and uh, (laughs) this is another one of them. Uh, it's very hard to understand him, a great, great talent. Uh, he brings a different dimension to the game. Uh, he certainly is very exciting to watch play, but uh, some of the comments he comes out with and some of the things he says, I think uh, he he really uh, is very bizarre. And in fact, his own his own people, the Australians, have difficulty understanding him. So I wouldn't place too much emphasis on, on his views on the French Open. <laughs> Let's look at that men's draw now, Mr. Kevin Karen. Novak is the top seed, but with an 86-2 record and 11 titles, should Nadal go in as a favourite yet? Oh, most definitely. Anybody that's won 11 French <laughs> Opens, I mean, that record will never, ever be matched. I can't see it uh, ever, N- not in the next 100 years, 200 years. It's not possible to win as many as he has. He, he's been phenomenal in, in all respects. He's the ultimate pro. So he goes in despite uh, he won Rome, but in yeah. the lead-up, he, he actually was beaten a few times, I think three times on the clay court season. And so there are some chinks in his armor, so I don't think he'll be going in as confident as, as he has in the past, but the fact that it's three out of five sets now does give him an advantage. But uh, if there's one guy that can beat him, it's Djokovic, who Nadal did beat in the road mm-hmm. final, just two out of three sets. And uh, and obviously, keep an eye out for Dominic team has been very hot on the clay court season. And... Lovely to see Roger Federer back in, but yeah. uh, the reality is, you know, he hasn't played the French Open in the last three years, and this is three out of five sets, and, and with his age, he's starting to struggle in the Grand Slams, playing over two weeks in a three out of five sets that sometimes the body, uh, I think, doesn't hold up as well as it did in the past. Well, it doesn't seem to have any expectations going into this uh, tournament. Do you see Roger going far? I personally, I've looked, and, and by player standard, he's got a very soft draw, so meaning uh, he doesn't have any real big challenges in the early round. So there's a good chance that he could make it through to the quarterfinals, and there he'll run into one of the young guns on the tour now, Stefan Tsitsipas, uh, the Greek player who's shown this year what a great uh, talent he is. He's mm-hmm. really come through, did well at the Australian Open. So we look uh, forward to I do hope that both players get through to the quarters there, because uh, I'm a huge fan of Roger Federer's but he is in the twilight years now. And having said that about Roger and about Rafa, Novak is chasing his own Joko slam, looking for it for the second time now to hold all four slams at the same time. Isn't it incredible how this guy sometimes seems to go under the radar, but he's always up there with the Federers and the Nadals? 
Well, you know, if you start analyzing his record uh, and the head-to-heads, he's got a better head-to-head against uh, Nadal and uh, Federer than mm. you know than anybody else. So he's dominated what have been considered two of the best players of all time. So don't underestimate Novak Djokovic. Uh, if he can get enough matches under his belt, he hasn't had a very good play court season. He did quite nicely in Rome reaching the final, but in the lead-up he had some losses. So if he gets a few matches under his belt, he gets the confidence and he gets the focus again. For me, Novak Djokovic, when his mind is right, then he's unbeatable. Mm. And he could get on this run again. And he's the one guy that could catch Roger Federer for the 20 Grand Slam. Mm. So... You know, he's the guy that's still young enough and, and he's still playing at that really, really top level. But this is probably one of the hardest ones for him to win is the, uh, is the French Open. And you mentioned Dominic Thiem. A lot of people have also said he's probably the dark horse. What do you like about him and is, is his game better suited to clay? Well, you know, you, when you look at last year's form, he was in the finals. So his game is very much suited. He's a specialist for clay. He needs a lot of time. He's grown up with it uh, since he was a kid in Austria. And uh, this is this is the surface that he really uh, excels on. So you'll see all the clay court uh, tournaments he does really well. And he's got a game, as I said, that's very suited baseline game, a lot of power, big forehand and backhand. And uh, so I look for him to go deep in the tournament. Uh, I think he'll be there at the last eight, definitely probably the last four as well. And he may go on and win the whole title. He's playing really well this year. And the women's draw seems wide open again. 18 different winners in the first in, first 18 tournaments this year on the WTA and nine different winners on clay this season. What does it say about the women's game, Mr. Kevin Curran? It's amazing. It, 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 in the one sense that there's nobody really dominating, but on the, on the other, one has to say, well, look at the, the depth of talent that all of these young kids are coming through in so many upsets. And it's like, for me, it's like in a casino and trying to call the winner. It's you. you the, it's it's really a pot shot, uh, and it, it's amazing. I mean, already uh, the sixth seed, Kvitova, she's pulled out. Yeah. Uh, uh, Serena out? Williams was was into the. She lost the first set to the young Russian Darchenko yeah. and was into the. They were you know in the third set. Uh, she'd come back and won the second. So that is. Wozniacki, the 13th seed, she's already out first round to Kudamatova, mm. the other Russian. And uh, so, yeah, very, very difficult to call. But keep an eye on Naomi Osaka. She's won the last two major championships. She won the U.S. Open and Australian Open. This will be her third consecutive if she can win. Whether she can do it on clay, I'm not quite sure. But keep an eye on her because she's really the one that's put her hand up to say, I'm ready to take over from Serena Williams. And Simona Halep, the defending champion, how do you see her coping with the pressure of defending? Yeah, it's always a lot of pressure when you come back and expect it, uh, to defend. And uh, I, she, she's a great athlete. She plays really, really well. As I said, you need to be a great athlete to do well at the French Open. But uh, just she hasn't had a great season by her standards uh, last year. So I'm not quite sure what her confidence levels are like. And uh, yes, she could go deep into the tournament, but she could also lose to this. So many of these young up-and-coming players that are incredible. I was watching a little bit of Serena's match earlier, yeah. and I'd never seen Darchenko play the Russian and was just absolutely amazed at her talent. So they, there's lots of talent out there. But uh, like I say, I think the one you've got to keep an eye on on the ladies' draw is Osaka. Okay, great stuff, Mr. Kevin Karen. Thank you very much once again for finding time to speak to us on SAFM. We appreciate your wonderful insight, sir. 
Thank you, Tobisa. On your pleasure. Thank you. And Serena is 3-0 up now in that uh, third set against uh, Diachenko. The other one, actually, that's also being mentioned is Kiki Bertens, uh, the Dutch lady. She has come through nicely over the past couple of months. She's even broken into the top five, and she could go as high as as, as well number two uh, if she does well at this French Open. So really, really uh, wide open, the the women's draw at the at Roland Garros. Looking forward to an exciting uh, tournament, but we're going to change focus after this break, and we're going to talk netball with netball essay President, President Cecilia Mulugwana, who's already in our studios in uh, Limpopo.